Hey folks, Chris here. Before the show starts, just want to remind you about our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash NJ. We do predictions for pay-per-views, we do unboxings, we just did the Pro Wrestling Crate for May 2018, so check that out. And also be sure to follow Dan and I on social media, at Danny Goodtimes on Twitter and Instagram, or at NJ on those same sites. And the podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music. If you're on iTunes, if you give us a rate and a review, we'd really appreciate it. And also Dan and I will be at the rest WrestlePro Show in Rahway, New Jersey, this Friday, June 8th. Really awesome card. A lot of great matches, including Ultimo Dragon versus Joey Janela. Dan and I are both really looking forward to that one. So if you see us there, say hi. But for right now, enjoy the podcast. Do you do magic tricks? No, I'm horribly racist. No. <laughs> oh, you're a grand wizard. Yeah, that's what they're called. Which was the name of a wrestling manager in the 70s, and everybody was okay with it. Yeah, didn't he have like a big beard and there's like a little short guy? He didn't have a big beard, but he wore a turban. Oh, and he was. Oh, yeah. And he had, didn't he have like a cane and a shiny jacket or some shit? I think that was Humperdinck. Oh, I'm thinking of Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah, you're thinking of Humperdinck. Grand Wizard. <laughs> Oliver Humperdinck. Oliver Humperdinck. Engelbert, Engelbert, he's an artist he's a of some sort. Grand what? Wizard wore a turban and had these skinny, like, glasses that just went right across his eyes. Yes. Yes. And everybody went, yeah, this is fine. I'm <laughs> sure this will offend no one. We're okay with this. Oh, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> the 70s. Back? What a time to be alive in pro wrestling. Racism in the 70s in Southern pro wrestling. Welcome back. To the Wrestling and Toys with Two Jersey Boys podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson, and my co-host is Danny Goodtimes. I'm here! He's here! There was no podcast last week. Because uh, I wasn't here! Well, that and my wife's great aunt died, and usually... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Usually, wow! Huh? Way to bring this down quick. Yeah. Well, racism, death. That's what this podcast is all about. Ah, racism <laughs> and death podcast. <laughs> that's, our, that's our next show. Racism and death with two Jersey guys? <laughs> We got we to come off a little older. We're not boys in that podcast. No, we're definitely not. Death will, you know, <laughs> age you quickly. Yeah. So will racism. So so two weeks ago, I did the podcast solo and just ranted a lot. And then last week, there was no show. And so this week, there's a show. Because you're back. Because you, uh, you were down in the South. I was in the South. The deep South? The, the deepest of South. With a lot of Hell Yeah Brothers down there. <laughs> a lot of good brothers? Oh, good brothers everywhere. Hell Yeah, brother. And you Look were- at my truck, brother. <laughs> You were touring with a punk rock band. Lost, Lost in Society, based out of Asbury Park. They put out a new EP and went on a little tour of the South. It was great. It rained every day. Punk rock music big in the South? Uh, apparently in Florida. Oh, yeah. Well, what isn't big in Florida? <laughs> well, young people? I have no idea. I had nothing. I was hoping you had something. <laughs> I was like, you've been to Florida. Make up something interesting. No? My, my, no? Okay. My Florida humor is not on point as it used to be. <laughs> you can make an impact wrestling joke? I don't know. Where are we going? Are they there? based in Florida? Uh, are they? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. They're you back. watch it. Be, oh, cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say that as a slam. I wish I was watching it more because they have a lot of talent there that I really enjoy right now. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I've been watching the last couple of weeks. Every, every like once a year, I give 
formerly TNA, Impact Wrestling a chance. Now is the time to give it a chance. Because I really liked the company when it first started back in 2004 because all of our favorite ROH guys were there, which we've talked about before. And and through like a certain period, it was actually pretty entertaining. And you know, Hulk Hogan showed up and Ric Flair. Anyway. But uh, now that I feel like all the nonsense is gone, basically Dixie Carter and all that garbage and everything, like I feel like they're getting back to basics almost. They got all the best indie talent again. They got a lot of the best indie talent. They've got they've kind of simplified the booking a little bit yeah. to more revolve around some old school wrestling type angles and, and storylines. And I think, like, I feel like, yeah, they're kind of like st- they started back in the basics, and they're going to slowly, you know, they've got some some funky stuff too. This whole Sue Young Rosemary Sue Alley Young theory. is fantastic. I don't know if you've seen her yet. I, I watched most of Under Pressure uh, this past weekend, which was like their they just name the show under pressure kind of like a faux pay-per-view but <laughs> they like they built to it like over several weeks yeah. but it was just a regular episode of impact just a little more happy i don't know i've been following sue young for a while she wrestled a lot in fest wrestling which is down in uh gainesville florida and i love her work she's so cool she's so different she's so fun she's has she very, had the same gimmick yeah like, it's the undead bride thing she's yes. been doing yeah okay yeah, yeah. that was interesting and it's like it's hard to do a supernatural gimmick like that and have it work effectively. I think she pulls it off. I think like, she does a great <laughs> job with it. And uh, she won the Knockouts title. I saw. I heard. I was very excited. I wish I had Impact Wrestling on my TV package. I don't get it. So. Oh, you know, the pop channel? I, yeah. yeah. We used to have it in HD. Now it's only in standard def. I mean, I'd take it if I had it in any def. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to watch Impact Wrestling right now. They have a lot of my favorites there, but I just... It's not available in my household. I'm sorry. What do you have? Spectrum? I don't know what Optimum? the hell I have. Some, Optimum, maybe? Cablevision? Whatever. I've got Comcast, Xfinity. I think I have Optimum. Let's talk about cable coming. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the cable wars. Oh. What package do you have? Ah, the, the everything package? Oh, see, that's where I'm missing out. I can't yeah. afford it. You, but, have, um, you have that rich. I can't afford it much longer. But anyway, <laughs> about our horrible finances, our adult finances. We we can afford boxes of wrestling, random wrestling merchandise, but other than that. Well, priorities, Chris. Priorities. But yeah, so I watched it. The only, the only thing I was mad about with uh, Under Pressure was Tessa Blanchard took the loss to Madison Rain. Oh, that's unfortunate. But they did it in a way where Tessa like dominated the match and then got like in the referee's face, was overconfident, and Madison Rain like pulled off like the victory with a roll-up, kind of like the Wiley veteran. So they made Tessa look strong. They made her look like shit. And it's just, she, they've kind of built her up pretty well since she's come into the company. And, and like, Tessa, Tessa can take a couple losses. She'll yeah. be fine. She's a star. Yeah. So they, they did it in a way, like that's the thing, like with a new person, you're like, oh, I thought you were building this person up. Why would you have them lose? But the way they did it made sense because it continues the storyline. Like I said, they're doing little things that I feel like old TNA would be like, let's have 10 people run in and then like the, the ghost of Sting drops down from the ceiling. Like, <laughs> and then uh, EC3 pulls out like his bank account, like, like some weird dumb shit like they used to do in TNA. Uh, Kurt Angle's going to open this package and we're going to see if he got fired tonight. Oh no, look at that. He did not. We got 14 briefcases lying around the ring. One has a contract. One has an NXT contract. How'd that get in there? Uh, <laughs> Austin Aries found it. Oh, that didn't work out. Jeff anyway. Jarrett's running around calling himself King of the Mountain. No one understands how that match works. <laughs> I'm King of the Mountain. This is Global Force Wrestling. Welcome to TNA Impact Wrestling Knockout Slammiversary Bound by Sacrifice. We Where have an you? owl as a as a thing on our belts. You guys like owls? Woo! Woo! <laughs> nope, that's the New Day. Sorry. Wrong company. 
Man, uh, they're confused down there. <laughs> that's the way TNA made me feel that last 60 seconds of the podcast. It's like, what is happening? What is wrong with these people? Um, Watch Impact Wrestling. It's really good. <laughs> Brian Cage was there. He beat up uh, Desmond Xavier. Who he beats up everyone. Nothing for me. I don't know. He, that guy won a match last week to qualify to fight Brian Cage, which was in a qualifying match for an X Division title shot. Um, a little convoluted there, but this guy Desmond Xavier looked like a string bean next to Brian Cage. Everybody <laughs> looks like a string bean compared to Brian Cage. I love his finisher he's using. I don't know if he's used it on the indies. What's uh, he using? The drill claw? Yeah, the yeah. Drill claw. It's a great move. Yeah. Looks dangerous as hell. <laughs> it's a great finisher. Brian Cage is so beefy. Everybody's safe. You're like a just, babe in his arms. Just squish your skull in between my muscular thighs. You'll be okay. Drop. You won't feel anything. They're like two giant marshmallow pillows right there. <laughs> like the guy from the My Pillow commercials to pop out of his crotch. <laughs> just lay your head down on these my pillows. I patent pendanted Brian Cage's thighs. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> You'll never, you'll never find Phil like this in those store-bought pillows. Do you like my mustache? Today's podcast is sponsored by my pillow. Oh. <laughs> We've had a lot of coffee today. <laughs> I had blood taken earlier, so I'm, I'm, I'm rolling right now. See, we don't, we don't hang out for like two weeks. We have so much to talk about. We're just a couple chatty Cathy's. Just whatever social media reference pops in our heads. It's like, oh my God, you know this pop culture thing? What about a mustache? I love pillows. <laughs> I've had blood taken. Undead brides. Hey, it's Undead Sting. The show was really good to the My Pillow impersonation. Then it went off the rails. I don't even get it. <laughs> what is this? a wrestling podcast. What are you talking about toys? Oh, that's our one fan. <laughs> He's never happy. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we have him though. <laughs> never leave us. What else happened on Impact? Uh, Austin Aries regained the world title. That's the match I missed, but I saw enough of it in clip form on Twitter. From who? From Pentagon Jr. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a bummer. And it was it was interesting because it's funny. The first clip I saw on Twitter was like Austin Aries being like, ring the bell. And the referee's like, all right, I'll ring the bell. And he turns around. Austin Aries just kicks Pentagon Jr. in the dick and then brain busters him for the win. I'm like, was that match three seconds? <laughs> I was like, what are they doing? And then I went, I scrolled down the Twitter feed more and I was like, oh, okay. Apparently, they, they, it was a great match. I watched a couple of like, the clips, like I said. They did two double count out finishes. And oh, both, wow. And both times they both agreed to restart the match. And the, the last time they restarted the match, Austin Aries just kicked him in the dick and rain busted There we go. That makes sense then. And so now Austin Aries is once again a double champion in TNA with the world and, and, uh, Grandmaster or whatever thigh master world title, whatever that that grand. It's the worst belt in the world. The Impact Grand Championship, like the font they picked and like the plates on it, it's the worst fucking belt. It's so like just generic and stupid. They changed all the other belts. All the other belts in the yeah. company look brand new and, and good, and this one looks so stupid. They should just get rid of it because it was the one that had like the weird MMA rules. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that they need to they need to throw that in the garbage with with the last couple years of TNA, but. So Austin Aries, the belt collector, once again, and he he cut it. He cut some really good promos and everything. So like he said, it's like Austin Aries is really good at his job. Yeah, it's like everybody who's not either in Ring of Honor or because Ring of Honor guys don't aren't allowed to do both. Yeah, they're exclusive. Yeah, so I mean, you got Tessa Cage, Aries, a lot of the Lucha Underground guys like Pentagon Junior, LAX is is trying to get the tag titles away from. Uh, 
uh, DJ Z and some rando. I don't know. They, they, sorry, Steiner and Eli Drake broke up. Big, big surprise. Oh, there. man. <laughs> and I think they fought that night, too. I think I missed that match. But Steiner's still there, right? Oh, he's still there. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you haven't missed out yet. Someone, someone give that man a microphone. And who, who else? What else have? Oh, I do like, I like Matt Seidel has a character for the first time in his career. What? Yeah. What is his character? Well, he's the X Division champion right now. It's he like gains his power or knowledge or something from his third eye, and he puts his three fingers up on his forehead, and he goes like this, and like it's kind of hippie-ish, kind of like you know that kind of thing. Suits him perfectly. Yeah, but he's still doing all his his good moves and his aerial high flying stuff. He's a great wrestler. Yeah, so I'm just like, all right, yeah, I can get behind this. He's gonna have to fight Brian Cage now. Well, is, I'm sorry about your life. <laughs> not gonna end well. For not him. at all. <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm, I feel bad that you don't have the, the pop channel. Impact sounds like a really good wrestling show right now. I think, I don't, I, we have to look it up. I should have looked up for the, for the podcast. I think they're going to be like either putting old episodes or doing something on Twitch. Thank goodness. So you might be able to watch I'll it on watch Twitch. I'll watch on Twitch, yeah. Yeah. And they got, they're building to um, Slammiversaries coming up. Eventually, that's actually going to be on pay-per-view. I'm like, oh, people still watch wrestling on pay-per-view? Like, How much are pay-per-views nowadays? For TNA? I don't know. You probably just got to give them like your email address or something. Okay, cool. Perfect. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. Promise to tell three friends about the show and you can watch it for free. Excellent. <laughs> We've got three listeners of this show. You guys all watch uh, Slammiversary so Dan and I can watch it <laughs> for free on pay-per-view. So I'm like, oh, I don't know if you guys... It's funny that as long as they've been a company, it's like, I don't think you guys are ready for pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> now for the first time we're going, all right. Yeah. I mean, you're going somewhere. <laughs> the company started off on weekly pay-per-views yeah. back in the day for like 10 bucks was, a show. I don't even think it was 10 bucks, but yeah. Was it like five? It was like five, I think. Oh, but now it's like, ooh, guys, I don't know. Maybe just uh, do it on YouTube or Twitch or something. Like, do an eye pay-per-view. Let's start, let's start small. Nobody's dropping $50 to watch uh, anything you guys are doing. Listen, it sounds like the best wrestling company with a TV deal right now in the United States. Oh. What? You don't like food fights and no. trans Nobody likes it. Phobic, uh... Nobody likes anything about what's happening in the WWE. If they say they do, they're a liar. Yeah. Yeah. I already went the last show we did, which was well, the last show I did, which was a solo show, I already went off on a rant about the nonsense of Lashley and Sami Zayn, which is going to culminate in their big match at Money in the Bank. <laughs> you think it's a squash match? <laughs> I think it's a squat. Are they jobbing uh, Sami Zayn out of the territory? If he's lucky. God, I hope so. <laughs> Sammy, go anywhere else. Anywhere. Sammy, if you're listening to this, you too can be all in. <laughs> you can be. If you if you believe. Um, yeah. I, I, I did hear one bit of WWE news that made me excited this week. And it made me so excited this week. Daniel Bryan hasn't re-upped his contract yet. Yeah, and he was on Chris Jericho's. Yeah, Dan shaking his fist in the air. It's not not a video podcast. Um, <laughs> what? We, ju- we make videos all the time. No, nobody can see you do that. Um, he was on Chris Jericho's podcast recently, talking about that. Was he? Of, yeah, and talking about. Did he say know, "fuck them"? I'm never signing again. The future, what it holds. He was very just vague about it. And he said there's a lot of stuff he wants to do, and a lot of you know people he wants to wrestle. And that's the thing, like, and he was talking about, yeah, the possibility of Ring of Honor in New Japan. Like, that's the thing. If he left, he'd clearly go, probably go to New Japan and Ring of Honor, because they work together anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think he'd land in TNA. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. A, <laughs> as much as I like where Impact is heading, he doesn't need to go there to wrestle anybody. No. there's no, Especially because all those guys are free agents that can wrestle on any of the indies. Yeah. 
Like, I, if there's nobody there, I'm like maybe Austin Aries. But like other than that, I'm just like, nah, you're good. I'm like, go, go fight the Cody and the Young Bucks and Kenny and, and you know, Marty. What he should and- do, if anything, is sign to New Japan, not ROH, because if he signs to New Japan, he can still wrestle American Indies when not wrestling in Japan. Yeah. Oh, so he could show up on like smaller shows. He could show up anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like Where if, he's, if he sells, yeah. if he signs with ROH, he can't wrestle any other American Indies. Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know your dream is for him to eventually stop fighting big casts. And he can always. He's such a big star. He can always go back to the WWE. He can go wrestle anywhere else in the world for the next five years and still come back to the WWE. I think, and I think right now who's laying the, the groundwork or, or like blazing the path for post WWE life when you've been with the company for that long is Chris Jericho kind of showing that, Hey, I'm going to New Japan and doing this and this and this, and then he's doing that cruise or whatever. But like, you know, I think he, New Japan is definitely like, you know, another guy that Cody Rhodes isn't doing too bad for himself. Yeah, exactly. He just sold 10,000 seats for who knows what you don't even have a card yet. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I think, he can see that there's life after WWE, but I mean, you, you know, you just don't burn the bridge. I mean, obviously Jericho already went back to WWE and did the yeah. greatest Royal Rumble. And, you know, Cody will probably go back someday. 100% Cody will end up back there. Yeah. And a bigger star than when he left. Exactly. Daniel Bryan will absolutely end up back in the WWE. I just hope he leaves now. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a big cast feud. I know. It's really, really setting the world on fire. Big cast and all that charisma. <laughs> Did I tear my ACL again? Who knows? Nope, I'm fine. <laughs> please, please tear your ACL again. Please, go. please go away. Go far away. Go make, go make rap videos with your buddy, Captain, oh, Captain, man. Captain No Rapes over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't like that. Did you watch that rap video? I watched the first like. 30 seconds of it. Was it everything you hoped for? (laughs) It was Enzo Morning Dune Buggy. (laughs) Singing about how he didn't rape someone. That's about it. That's what you got to do after you're acquitted. I mean, you got to rap about what you know. (laughs) Not raping. It's amazing there's not more raps about that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah, that. uh, I don't even want to get into it, but. Clear, clearly, he's not headed back to WWE no, anytime soon. <laughs> no, I think that bridge is is long gone. And clearly, he's not headed to New Japan anytime soon. No, no I'm, I don't think he's allowed to leave the country. <laughs> he's got a special bracelet on his ankle. There's a there's a lot of red flags that pop up when he tries to cross a border. Oh my god! Yeah, look so. out, this little man. He likes the rapes, <laughs> but he didn't do it. But I'm just saying, he likes them. But here's a song about how he didn't do it. He didn't do it, buggy. In the desert. O.J. Simpson once wrote a bo- book about yeah. how he didn't do it, too. <laughs> but he knows all about it. <laughs> if, if I did do it, here's what would have happened. Oh, yeah. We'll get off that topic quickly and talk about NXT. What's happening? <laughs> oh, come on. You said you watched NXT. I used to. Ah, oh, you and your travels. <laughs> you get you get the app on your phone. You get the app. It's nine ninety five a month. No, I have the New Japan app, and it's less than nine ninety five a month. You can get who you said you watch NXT on Hulu. Yes, I do. You can watch that on your phone. I know, but the best of the Super Juniors is going on right now, and it's fourteen wrestling shows in twenty one days. It's just too much. I can't I can't keep up on NXT. I'm sure I'm sure things are happening. I'm sure I haven't missed much. Look, look, Kona Reeves. Is breaking <laughs> the crusher? Look, 
Yuck from Demolition. He's doing really great. <laughs> ah, I miss Yuck. <laughs> Yuck is my favorite Demolition. He's got his theme song on the WWE Music YouTube channel now, so you know he's part of the company. <laughs> Did he start painting his face yet like a pineapple? <laughs> yeah, he's got a SpongeBob gimmick now. <laughs> That's what he is. Uh, I'd be into that. <laughs> I'd be more into that than what he is now. The finest. <laughs> Who, who's uglier, Kona or EC3? Oh, boo. That's... Huh? Who has a worse face? Boo, that's a shovel on a pole match. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about ugly wrestlers. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, now, I, I think he wrestled last week. He didn't wrestle this past week. This week was, was really good. Obviously, everybody's talking about uh, the Ricochet flip. Listen, guys. Ricochet can do a flip. I don't <laughs> no, know if you've heard these things. He can fly. <laughs> he's, he's a high flyer. And then he can land without something shattering. What? <laughs> I think that's what people expect. Like, I expected his leg to blow out and be like, well, this feud's over. It's <laughs> so weird. Like, I saw the clip and it's cool and it's great. And it's something that's like, I get why people are excited, but it's also something that he's literally been doing for 10 years. But we have to remember that never happened because it didn't happen in the WWE. It's been happening for 10 years. I, I guess. Like, if you've <laughs> ever looked up, man, I want to see something flippy on YouTube. It's probably Ricochet. <laughs> we should try that later. Just type in something flippy and see if he's in the top 10 search results. Oh, and that's what I was telling you before we did the show. Uh, I was like, in that match, I'm pretty sure he busted out the 630 centon for the first time. Which is way more impressive and Which, insane looking. I couldn't believe it. And that I've seen before. I mean, I've seen him as Prince Puma in Lucha Underground. I've seen some of his other matches from the Indies in Japan and stuff on, on, the inter- on YouTube and whatnot. But like, so to see the 630 in WWE, first of all, I'd be like, man, they didn't tell him he couldn't do that move. I feel like they'd be like, if you do that move, please don't die. Like, we don't want that kind of press. And he was like, got it. <laughs> and so he wins his match. And then, yeah, Dream comes out and he jumps over the thing anything you can do i can do better baby and then flips out of the ring and and goes into he's like yeah then do it and the look on dream's face like oh like i mean velveteen dream is such a perfect character right now yeah his, his facial expressions were amazing and it just like backed away slowly and ricochet just stood there now they're fighting it take over chicago and it's just like yep this is the best feud right now uh probably in all of wwe <laughs> like the last uh, best feud in NXT was uh, Velveteen Dream feud, so you know with black, with black, right? with black yeah. yeah, that was a great feud with a great build, and I just don't know if Velveteen Dream wins any of these feuds. No, no, <laughs> not real big on wins, but that—that's the thing. Like, I feel like I don't think he needs. I mean, he has to eventually start winning, but right now he's such a strong character that who cares? I could I could see them stretching this feud out. And having Dream pick up the win at TakeOver by, you know, by hook or by crook, like using some sort of heel I'd be tactic. okay with that. Um, King Ricochet's so new there that he can take a loss real quick and come back and still look amazing. Yeah. And I said, like, I'm excited. Like, I want him to face Adam Cole for the North American title immediately because it feels, it feels like Adam Cole doesn't have any contenders yet. Like, they haven't built anything up for him. I haven't heard anything that Adam Cole's doing lately, so... I heard a rumor that it was going to be him and Pete Dunne possibly one-on-one a takeover because Roddy and, and Kyle are taking on uh, Birch and Lorcan for the tag titles. I sound like I went through like a weird burp, like Birch and Lorcan. Yeah, that, <laughs> those are not names that sound pleasant when you say them. Birch and Lorcan. Oh, you want Birch and Lorcan? Strong and a burp. Oh, you're not into Arnie Lorcan? Like, like, 
That guy showed up in NXT day one, and they were like, what's your name on the indies? He's like, Biff Busick. They were like, are you fucking serious? No. <laughs> Keep it. They're like, we got one for you. He's like, all right, hit me with it. They're like, Oni Lorcan. He was like, what? They were like, sold. He's like, I didn't say sold. <laughs> Get out of the ring, kid. You're Oni Lorcan. At least for Danny Birch, he was Martin Stone on the indies. Both normal names. Like, we'll just switch that up a little bit like to make it sound. Oni Lorcan sounds like a Lord of the Rings character. It does, and it's not his gimmick. Like, if he came out in like one of Triple H's old like crown and metal cape thing had a bow and arrow and some sort of elvish princess with him and he's always talking about finding a ring my precious (laughs) i'm only larkin man we should really create this character that sounds like a (laughs) must win character lord of the ring like i fought the seven trees of algernon he's the lord of the ring come on it it writes itself easy (laughs) and i also don't like that that he throws up the number one and, and birch throws up the number two like that's their hand gesture like, one's pee and one's poop. That's, that's what I thought. And I thought for this podcast, that might not fly. And then I remembered that this is that podcast. <laughs> and pee and poop jokes obviously fly. Yeah. I, they're like, I'm one and I'm two. I'm like, what? 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 That, that's gross, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to piss on you. Then we're going to shit on you. Then we're going to win the tag titles. Like, no. I don't, I don't think you're going to win the tag titles with this. Because I'm. I'm Piss Busick. This is Danny Barge. Oh, man. I love Piss Busick. That's my new wrestling name on the Indies, by the way. I'm Piss Busick. Uh, yeah. So that, that's what's going on uh, in the tag division. In is Pete Dunne still a champion? Still a champion. Does he defend that ever? Sure. We'll go with that. All right. He's gonna, well, so that's why him and Adam Cole are fighting each other because the, they're two champions who don't defend their belts. <laughs> they just look good wearing belts. Now they got a tournament coming up. No, they're doing another they're doing the UK tournament again. UK title tournament. Winner gets a shot at the champ, which I assume will be Pete Dunne at that point because doesn't defend the title. <laughs> it's still him. Um, what else is going on in NXT? Oh, and and Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan. How's that build been? Uh, Lars Sullivan's just like, hey, I want a title shot. And they were like, cool, man. And <laughs> he came out and slammed Aleister Black this week after a promo. I was like, all right. So they're fighting for the title. Lars Sullivan's a big guy. He's the freak. I like him. I like the I like his entrance. I like kind of, you know, screaming, crazy-looking guy. He's all right. Doesn't have a lot of depth to it. You know he's going to be a dancing joke teller once he gets to the main roster, right? <laughs> dancing joke teller? Yeah. He's going to come out on a unicycle and be yep. like, time for knock-knock jokes from the freak. <laughs> yep. 100%. He's an oddity <laughs> waiting to happen. Well, maybe they could give that gimmick to Sanity. They got nothing. <laughs> Sanity, who's been written off of all WWE TV. Oh, you guys are doing great. Bye. You're debuting on SmackDown in a couple weeks. Here's a vignette. Here's a vignette. Here's a vignette. Oh, wait, nope, you're on impact. Wait, how they- <laughs> Remember when I was really upset Nikki Cross didn't get pulled up to the main roster with him? I pretty, take that all back. Pretty, pretty excited now, aren't you? Thank God. <laughs> you know Eric Young is going to show up on impact in a couple weeks be like, fuck that company, and they'll just put Wolf and Dane and, and put them up against the Bludgeon Brothers. They're still a thing? Oh, the Bludgeon Brothers are taking on Gallows and Anderson at Money in the Bank for the tag titles. They're pushing Gallows and Anderson. All right. They beat the Usos. Wow, really? In a loser leaves prison match? (laughs) The Usos have fallen from grace. Yeah, they beat them. I was shocked. That was the last time I watched SmackDown. It was like two weeks ago. They won a number one contender match. They're getting uh, the bludgeons. Usos and New Day had arguably the best 2017 ever. And their reward, whatever, guys. See you later. Well, one of the, uh, I think Big E's and Money in the Bank. Oh, that's cool. Because New Day won 
uh, an opportunity. They just had to pick which guy, and they were like goofing around with the Miz on Miz TV. And uh, I think they, they at the end they were like, no, but seriously, Big E's gonna be the match. <laughs> I mean, it should be Big E. Give Big E that singles push that he's deserved for the last seven years at least. Yeah, I don't know why they they haven't gone after singles titles more often and just like just the way they are their personalities they they're all just going to help each other there's not going to be jealousy forming and if they do they break up the group and it's typical wrestling and, well you know, i'll give you one reason wwe doesn't write good tv well, well there's that but so, you know <laughs> right, biggie's not winning money in the bank he might uh, i have no idea who's in money in the bank how many uh, money in the banks are there two a men and a women's yeah okay uh the men's one oh you're killing me off the top of my head i mean at this point, the show's like two weeks Who's away. Who's the favorite in your mind right now to win Money in the Bank if it's not Big E? I would say either Strowman or Joe. Okay. Balor's in the match, but come on. No. Uh, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, I'm trying. Off the top of my head, I don't remember who else. I, I would say either Strowman or Joe just because of the push. Is Seth in the match? Uh, no. Seth is defending the Intercontinental title against Elias at Money in the Bank. I don't care. Because, <laughs> because God hates us. I uh, thought you were coming around on Elias. No, no, not there. No, I don't think I was coming around. Elias. Coming around on that Elias pin I got from that Wrestle Club. You're not ready. You're not ready to walk with Elias yet. Uh, he's not. No, he's better than Ginger. I don't like sing-songy characters. I don't. Not real big fan of his wrestling style. You weren't big on Jeff Jarrett. I was a big honky tonk man guy. See, I knew one of them you liked. Uh, who's the spend mad days? Who is that? That was Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, no, no. Road and then dog? the roadie. And then the roadie. <laughs> the road dog, if you will. The roadie dog. Um, yeah, so Seth has that. Lashley and Zane. Oh. Bludgeons and, and uh, Good Brothers. I'm not watching this show. Too Money in the Bank. You bags. can't make me watch this show. I, you leave the day the show happens. Thank God. <laughs> I'll probably watch it. I, I just want to watch it with the Money in the Bank. You just hate yourself. I, I like the Money in the Banks. And there's two to get the women and the men. Who's the favorite to win the women? I think they should put all 16 of them in one match. I'd watch that before I watch it. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to do an intergender? I'll watch. I know you will. Yeah, eight eight competitors in each Money That's in the Bank. so many. So many. Is Asuka going to win the Money in the Bank? I hope so. Oh, wait, or is she going to tell shot? No, she's know. getting Carmella. She's getting Carmella for well, the women's title. So is Asuka, Asuka's going to win, right? Please tell me Asuka's going to not lose to Carmella. Please. Chris, I need you to just lie to me right now. <laughs> yep, Asuka's taking this Thank one. Thank you. I won't know any better. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> and then you get Nia and Ronda for the title. Because, yeah, that's really happening. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm lying to you. No, no. I, I, I know this is happening because all I have read since, I don't know if it was this past Monday or the one before it, is that everyone criticizing the writing of Nia Jax going, so Alexa Bliss was, was right? Everything she said? Nia's a, Nia's a bully? I, she just walked up to her like, you find me for the title. Ronda's like, well, I don't deserve that. She's like, yeah, well, I'm challenging you. She's like, all right. I <laughs> like, it looked like Ronda didn't even know what was going to happen. Like, now I was like, I'm going rogue. You and me, Rousey. <laughs> like, I'm going to sit on your face. Like, oh, all right. sure. What? Wait, what? Like, you excited for Ronda Rousey and her first women's title? Ronda's going to be a train wreck. That I, I want to see that match because it's going to be like Nia, like audibly calling spots in the ring. Like, <laughs> she... Ronda Rousey hasn't had a singles match yet, right? I don't think so, unless she's done house shows with Mickey James, but I heard those were changed to tag and six-person matches. Great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is going to be... This will be fantastic. 
you know, Nia Jax has a history of hurting people, so let's just hope for the best and hope she hurts Ronda and Ronda can actually come back and train longer and, you know, actually put in some time to be a pro wrestler. I think I think they're going to do like an underdog style story. I think she is going to get beat. Who's the underdog? Ronda. I think Ronda's going to get beat and then they're going to be like, oh, she wasn't really. They might, they might play it like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I think they might take what happened to her in MMA when she like lost her confidence, lost her smile, let's say. I think they might turn that into a storyline and like Run build is not her a very up. good character. I'm not saying that, that, that. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. There is no character. See, see here's former the, MMA, MMA fighter Ronda Rousey. The only problem with your your idea, which I like your idea, is that when Ronda lost in the MMA, no one really gave her any sympathy because she kind of was an asshole after she lost. Yeah, it kind of just sulked, and we all kind of went, oh, "You're kind of being a dick." Whatever. I think more so after the second loss. I agree with you. But mostly, I think I think after the first loss, it was like, oh, what? then she like disappeared. But then she came back and lost again, and then she was kind of like, Meh. like she lost brutally. I mean, both, both times, yeah. savagely knocked yeah. out. But, but either that, that or like she, I I haven't seen anything she can do to gain sympathy. Well, it's either that or she just beats her in like two seconds. That's what I with say. the arm bar, and then they, they build her up as like you can't avoid the arm bar, which is also how she was built up in MMA. I think they're gonna take something, some element from her MMA career story and everything. Oh my god, she's gonna be a squash wrestler. Utilize that now, because remember, if it didn't happen to WWE, it didn't happen. Before. Well, yeah, no one's ever seen the MMA. No one's ever heard of Ronda Rousey until right now. The MMA. Yeah. <laughs> no one has ever seen the mixed martial arts before. Yeah. So that that can go either way. Um, Ronda Rousey is a star created by Vince McMahon. This turned into a Money in the Bank preview show real quick, but that's fine. It's okay. We have two more weeks to preview it again and again. <laughs> Tune in for all those previews. They're going to sound a lot like this. We're going we're gonna to stop this episode, look up more of the four hours. All WWE pay-per-views are four hours. Nah, I'm not hours. watching four hours, Matt. <laughs> Go to hell. And get back to you if there's any more matches on the card, like... Like what's uh, what's? Um... I heard WrestleMania is literally going to be a four-day event, like filmed. Like you have to sit there and watch four days of WWE wrestling, streaming live for ninety-six hours. If you turn it off, you can't turn it back on. You have to watch all of it or nothing. Your TV's just locked. It's like no, nope, you can't shut your TV. Uh, all right, so let's wrap up this show and go eat some sandwiches and then record another podcast. Oh yeah. Well, that wraps up another episode of Wrestling and Toys with Two Jersey Boys. I'm Chris Robinson. Danny Goodtimes uh, isn't here for these outros because he's uh, probably working or touring or sleeping or eating or doing something uh, not podcast related. But uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Chris Robinson and Jay. We got a pretty cool project we're working on. We're getting some videos up for that very, very soon. Along with our unboxings, our prediction videos, uh, I do videos sometimes with my son, different toy-related stuff. So please subscribe on YouTube, and you can follow Dan and I on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Goodtimes or at Chris Robinson and Jay. And the show is up. The podcast is up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music. If you're listening on iTunes, give the show a nice five-star rating, leave a review, let us know if you're digging it. And uh, we just appreciate you listening, though. And our T-shirts. I always forget about our T-shirts. Teespring.com slash Wrestling Toys 2 Jersey Boys. I put all the links in the description. Pick up a shirt with our sweet logo designed by my buddy Tim Walsh, the creator of A Day's Work, which is a digital comic that I write. Oh, it's all all plugs. Everything is plugs. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Bye-bye.